I ain't Trayvon Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying to learn. Welcome back. Welcome back. Season four, man. Season four, excited. Another another hot episode, man. Yes, Got my guy, Nigel uh-huh. Hill. Yo, Nigel Appreciate Hill from Baltimore. Show, bro. Yes, sir. Appreciate yes, sir. Got my guy, Trayvon. You already know. Poppy Stew. There you go. <laughs> I, I knew he was going to say it. I ain't had to say it. You know what I mean? But I'm definitely, definitely excited about, you know what I mean, this topic, this interview. You know what I mean? We've been doing a lot of talking off stage. I mean, off camera. You know what I mean? So just excited. But first, got to jump right into it. Let's do it. You know I mean, mental health. Mm-hmm. How's everybody doing? One through ten. Ten being the best spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Uh, so, I mean, I, right now, I'm most definitely probably like an eight just because, you know, my, my my mental health, I've been trying to take a lot more, uh, you know, serious um, on the days, uh, you know, coming forward. Just because, like, I never really took it that serious back in the day, you know. Like, when, you know, like, you know, being a football player, they always be like, yo, tough it out, tough it out. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, you know, you're not, you're not, you know, no female. Like, you can't, you can't show emotions. Right. But now... Like as I'm getting older, it's like, bro, it's okay to be in tune with your emotions. Like if you're mm-hmm. in tune with your emotions, that makes you not only become a better man, but a better person, a better For human. Sure. So right now, you know, as we're gonna get into in the uh in the interview, is that you know, I'm I'm doing good, you know, spirit's high, spirit's good, definitely is good, no matter what. So as I like to say, you know, ten toes, always yeah. ten toes down. Definitely. 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 Mm-hmm. Probably so I'm out of seven right now, man. I'm planning my oldest daughter's birthday party right now. I'm a little, a little stressed, stressed out. <laughs> I'm a little stressed out right now. But other than that, God is good, man. I'm just happy to be here for real. How, how old is she turning? All oh, four. Four. Yeah, she about to start school this year, man. So <laughs> I'm dealing with attitudes yeah. and a whole nine preparing myself I'll right now. For sure. Definitely. I would say I'm probably about a nine spiritually. Mm-hmm. Spiritually being the best. So like I feel good about that. You know, I just came from a great service last night. That's what's up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm good as far as that. But I'm an eight across the board, everything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Save the suck, season four, man. We you know, here. Fourth season. For sure. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely excited about that. But I'm about a nine and an eight and an eight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But let's jump right into it, man. Nigel. Yeah. Baltimore. We yes, asked sir. everybody to come on this show. You know yeah. what, I mean? what was your like experience growing up in Baltimore? So my experience growing up in Baltimore, like I was saying earlier to you guys, that me and my family uh lived on the Alameda at first, like when we first uh when I was first growing up. Then what happened was we moved out to to Edgewood, Java Town, so mm. our Hartford County. Mm. Um because my mom didn't want us growing up in that kind of environment. Me right. and my sisters, I got uh, twin sisters, was just a year, year and a half younger than me. So we moved out to Edgewood. Um, I started playing for Edgewood Joppa Town Steelers out there, for y'all who don't know. Um, they're a little a rec team, a rec football team out there. Uh, played out there for, I think, about three to four years. And my pops, um, pr- probably he told me, he was like, you know, we got to up your competition. You know, like if you want to, you really you know, you want to make it. Because I've been saying I want to make it to the NFL since I was like six. That's tough. You feel me? So I was like, my, I want to be an NFL player. You know, everybody say that. But like, I really believed that I was going to make it an NFL player. You know, everybody, you know, create they, you know, they play when they play in the game. So <laughs> did that, I was creating my play. Every every new man came out, I was creating my play. Yeah. But um, my dad was saying, basically, you know, you got to up your, up your competition. And so we moved back to Baltimore, moving to the Overly, uh, and I played for the Overly Orangemen for the past uh, three years of my rec. Um, so then we lived in Overly. We still live in Overly now. Um, so we're not really in the city, like in the city city no more, but, you know, it's still right there. It's a hop, right. skip, and a jump away. Like it's like I said, like this where, where I'm from, we 15 minutes from my house. Facts. It ain't that, uh, ain't that far. Um, but I went to Cabo Hall. Oh, that's how I know Tashawn. Met Tashawn. That's tough. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to shout him. Shout out for sure. Me. Um, but I met Tashawn at at Calvahar. Um, went to Calvahar four years. Um, went to University of Delaware for five years uh, because of COVID. Um, and then uh, started playing for the Washington Commanders. Got signed in May. But if y'all that don't know, I did just recently just get got released. So, but it's all good. We gonna get into that a little later. Yeah, for sure. Can we talk about your transition from like? I know it was like you was younger, like your transition from Baltimore to Hartford County. Like, how was that? So when you're really young, like, you know, all you really do, all you really know is play. You feel me? Like, all you really know is play. So the dudes that I know from, from Baltimore, like my friends, like from Baltimore, like I remember going to summer camps. Like my my man's Morgan, Morgan Scroggins. I remember going to summer camps with my man's Juantez, uh McCray. And all I wanted to do was just, I just wanted to play. You feel me? I ain't know nothing about 
like you know violence or nothing like that mm-hmm. like i just wanted to go out and have fun with my friends and yeah. just go playing and stuff so then when i went, moved out to hartford county i didn't have as many friends you feel me because like all my friends is back at home in baltimore so it's like right. i ain't really i don't really had that kind of stuff so then i found i found one i found one friend because he was like you know the probably the best player on our team his name was khalil I, I probably like you know was chilling with him for the most part in hartford county um but it's like it wasn't as much uh, for me. It wasn't as much stuff to do, like except for like going outside, you know, just playing, playing football. Like you can't really just go out outside with your friends in Baltimore, like you know, just play. Facts. Like, you, like when you out Harford County, like you feel me, like ain't a whole lot to do. Like for me personally, for when I was there, I don't know how it is now. Um, it's about the same. Yeah, I'm about to say, <laughs> I don't know how it is now, but it's, it really wasn't a whole lot to do. So it's like you feel me when you when you a kid, like you know, all you want to do is just go outside and play, just be hyper, just have fun. Um, but you know, I had my sisters. That's why me and my sisters are so close because they would come out and play with me. Yeah. Um, but for real, for real, all I wanted to do was just play football. Like so, I found my fun in playing for Edgewood. For real, for real. Like when I played Edgewood, I would go to practice, and then you know, my dad was the coach uh, for for Edgewood. So he, he, you know, he coached me up. Um, he was hard on me back then, though. He's still hard on me now. Mm-hmm. But, like, he was hard. He was real hard on me back then, man. Like, one day, I can, I'll never forget. I think one time I was I was chasing a, I was chasing somebody. And I couldn't catch him because I wasn't that fast back then. Couldn't catch him, so I stopped running. And I think I got cracked back because I wasn't – because I stopped running. Like, I was just like, bro, I can't catch this boy, so I just stopped running. I know he I dug in you. Yeah, boy, He what? couldn't wait for you to come crazy. to the side. <laughs> my, my pops – you know what's crazy? My pops didn't even say nothing to me. Like, Ooh. my pops didn't say nothing to me for, I think, two days. That hurts. Like, not even two days. So, I'm I'm a little kid, so yeah. I don't know what I did wrong. Yeah, I didn't know. I'm just like, bro, I couldn't catch him. I know I couldn't catch him, so I stopped running. So then my, my, my grandmother, my grandmother talked to him. He was, she was like, Derek, she's like, that is your son. Like, you, like, Derek, that is your son. You're not going to disrespect my grandson like that. He is a little kid. He yeah. did not understand that. You're going to talk to that boy. Right. So then he talked to me. He was like, bro, he said, don't you ever give up on running to the ball. Yeah. Ever. Like, don't ever, don't ever stop running to the ball, mm. no matter what. And to be honest, that's kind of ingrained in me now, like, as I take that as like a life lesson. Facts. Like so yeah, when definitely. when people say yo don't ever stop running to the ball. Whatever your dream is, don't Facts. stop running Facts. to your dream. Facts. Mm. Whatever whatever that may be. Yeah. It could be cuz you know everybody on Twitch nowadays, you know, that could be playing a video game. You want to be the best video game player in the world. Don't stop running until you get to that goal. A lot of you money in me? that now. There's so. a lot of money in that now. Definitely. You feel me? So that's that's one thing that I that I took from that. I don't even think he know. Like I don't even think he would know that I that I, Remember that yeah. by saying, like, "Yo, don't ever stop running to the ball." I'm like, All right, "I ain't gonna never stop running to the ball. Facts. I ain't gonna never stop chasing my dream. My dream is be back in the NFL, and that's what's gonna happen because the power of the spoken word is very powerful." So, dang, that's tough, man. We talked a little bit about it off script, but you know what I mean. Like, let's jump into it as far as your foundation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and, and being in God, and just talking about how you know what I mean, just growing up in the church, and like how mm-hmm. you know what I mean that molded you the person you are today. Yeah. So. Like you said, growing up in the church, so I already talked a little bit about my grandmother, even though she's not here right uh, with us anymore. Mm. But I grew up uh, at Browns Memorial uh, Baptist Church. So even when we moved out to Hartford County, we still went back to Baltimore because it's over west. It's on the west side. Uh, it's right by the uh, the racetrack, by the um, by the uh, horse racetrack, I think, Pimlico. Okay, uh, okay. It's right by Pimlico. So um, my grandmother has been – well, that our family has been in that church – since they moved to Baltimore, like, years ago. So, like, her father, her grandfather, like, all was at Browns Memorial Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. So, the pastor that, like, who my pastor is now, uh, Pastor Johnson, when he first started, I was I was just now born. Like, I was, like, a, a brand new baby. So, he would look, he would say that he would always know where the hills were. Because my last name is Hill. So, he would always know where the hills were. So, he would look, like, if he's looking here, the hills is always to his left, right here. So... For me, like being raised in the church, I was baptized when I was like two. I accepted the Lord as my savior, uh, savior in Christ when I was probably like eight, because right. I knew that the Lord was so strong in my family. Like mm-hmm. it was, I ain't gonna sit here and say it's a tradition, but like it was so prevalent in my family that I was like, bro, I know that He lives within me, mm-hmm. you know. So like for me. Being growing up in the church, you know, having your best Sundays, having your Sundays best on no matter what, you feel me, always going to church, 
Better not fall asleep because mm. you fear for if you fall asleep in church, you getting your butt whipped. Like, <laughs> you getting your butt whipped. You feel me? And my grandma did not play no games about that. She was like, "You gonna be dressed up and you gonna be awake." So what I had to try to do was, you feel me? Even though I, back when you were really younger, you don't really pay attention to to what the pastor is saying like as much. But what I used to try to do is, you know, I just try to just read scripts, like just read read the Bible. I'm just like. I can't, I gotta stay up somehow. So I would right. read the Bible. And then one, one scripture that always stuck out to me was Isaiah 40, 31. Like mm. that was my, that's my, my favorite scripture in the Bible. Um, you know, and it says, uh, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Uh, they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and never go weary. They will walk and never go faint. Mm. So like for me, I was like, you know, the reason why it resonated with me, cause my one, my middle name is Isaiah, but when it says strength, like I always wanted to be strong, right? I was always one of the smaller guys in, in you know, whether or not it was me playing football, whether or not it's me, you know, being uh, playing like with my friends outside or going to school. Like, I was always one of the smaller guys. So like when I saw strength, I was like, if I hope in the, like, you know, if I pray in the Lord, like he's going to make me strong one day. And I, I mean, now I didn't know what that meant as a kid. Like I'm thinking like physically strong, right, right. but now like when you talked about your mental health, like, Mentally, I'm way stronger now, hit now, like than I am than I was a year or two ago. Mm. Or matter of fact, a couple months ago when the draft happened, like mentally, I was not that. I was not capable. Like mentally, I wasn't capable enough to be where I am today right now. Mm. Let's talk about the drive. When you, when you didn't get, get, hear your name called, yeah, that was. How, how did that feel? And like, how, how did you deal with it? Man, anger. It was a whole lot of anger, a whole lot of resentment. Not to the Lord, though. It was a whole lot of resentment to man. That's mm. man. That's that's one thing. So for me, right, so how I played when I was younger, you know, since I really didn't have, like, you know, like my, my dad was always in my life, but, like, me and my dad wouldn't see eye to eye a lot right. when I was younger. Like, we just started getting cool yeah. probably, like, my junior year of college. Right, so my junior year of college when we first really started getting cool, cause like we used to beef a lot. Yeah. Like, so as you can see, like when I told you like earlier, like my dad was like, "Bro, like you know, now you ain't gonna ever stop running to the ball." Like, I understand that then, so I was always mad. So I played football angry. I played football very, very angry. So like I always been under recruited, always been told I was too small, always been told I wasn't strong enough. You feel me? So I always use that as fuel to my fire, like chip on my shoulder to play angry. So when I didn't hear my name called, all that anger from over the years of being told, like, bro, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not big enough, you're not strong enough, you're not fast enough, boil over to the point where it's that I cried, like, I broke mm. down. And I, pro I ain't going to sit here and say I pride myself anymore because I used to say I pride myself on not crying. But now I understand that it's cool to cry. Like, it's, bro, you're human. It's a release. Yeah, it's a release. Sometimes you need it's that. It's a release. Like, sometimes you need to cry. Yeah. But I, back then, I used to believe, like, bro, you don't cry. Like, men don't cry. In the black community, that's what we was taught. That's what we was taught. Cry. To not cry. Yes. So I was probably, like, once I um, didn't hear my name called, because I knew I was, I felt like I wasn't going to get drafted. So I got, so the commanders, how it works is they won't come to your pro day, you know, they see, you know, how you do and stuff like that. So I came, they came to my pro day and they said, yo, you did really well. You know, I, I tested well. I ran a 4 4, bench 19 on the, on the, on the bench, Jeez. ran a 4, like a 405 in like the shuttle. You feel me? Seven cone was like a, a three cone was like a seven, seven oh six or something like that. So they said, we, you did good. We want to invite you to our private workout. Mm. You feel me? So if you get invited to your private workout, that means you on a draft board. Like, all right, bro, like, you have a possibility of getting drafted. Yeah. So I went to the private workout, did good at the private workout. And I'm like, all right, bet. You feel me? I'm feeling good. So he's like, yeah, you know, we're going to keep you in touch. This and the third. So then, you know, the week before the draft, I'm getting a couple calls. Got calls from the Titans saying, like, you know, you know, stay ready. Like, is this a good number to reach you at for the draft day? Got a call from the Dolphins saying, like, yo, is this a good number to reach you at for draft day? So I'm like, all right, like, I, I know I'm probably not going to get drafted. You feel me? I understand that, you know. Dudes like Sauce Gardner coming out, like, 6'2". Like, right. I know I ain't going to get drafted, yeah. but, like, you feel me? I'm going to have, you know, I can get an undrafted. I can get signed as an undrafted guy, and I can earn my way because I'm already used to earning my way anyway. Right. Right. So once the draft happened, I'm like, all right, draft over. So, oh, before I even talk about that, so my mom was asking me, do you want to have something for the draft? Like, do you want to invite your family? Do you want to invite your friends? And I was thinking, I'm like, I want to save myself the embarrassment just in case like I don't get caught. I'm like I don't want to. I don't want to really do that. Right. And then she was like, you know, just think on it. And then I was like, well, my family, my friends, been with me this whole entire time. 
that wouldn't be fair to me. Like, that wouldn't be fair to them to not invite them, you know, to let them be a part of this moment, good, bad, or indifferent. Right. I'm always going to have their support yeah. regardless of what happens. So I was like, you know what, mom? We're going to have something small. Like, we're going to have something small. We're going to have the family come. My closest friends, I'm going to invite them. You feel me? Because it wouldn't be right of me to be like, yo, nah, just because I don't want to be embarrassed. Like, they're not going to be embarrassed. It's not embarrassing. Like, this family, this love. Sure. Mm-hmm. You're surrounded by love. Like, that's not mm-hmm. embarrassing. So, I invited them. Then get called, like, on the third day. But for undrafted guys, you get called right after the draft. Gotcha. So, like, right after the draft is over, out, like, all the undrafted guys get signed. Yes. So, I'm sitting by my phone, sitting by my phone. My dad, like, all right, come on. We about to go out bowling. Like, don't even worry about it. So, we out bowling. Like, my friends, like, yo, you good? You good? I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm, I'm all right. So, we out bowling. Film still don't get no ring. My, my agent called me, like, yo, you hear anything? I'm like, no, nah, I don't hear nothing. And it was like. All right, just you know, just stay ready. Like you're gonna be good. So it get to be in like eleven o'clock. You feel me? And I'm just like, bro, what the fuck is happening? Like, why is I'm why am I not getting a call? Mm-hmm. Like, they said, is this a good number to reach me yet? I know I gave them my right number. I went to a private workout for an NFL team. They said I did good. Like, why aren't they calling? And I'm like, something's not right. Like, something not adding up. So then that's when my anger started boiling over, and I'm just like, bro. This is not how this is supposed to go. Right. Like, this is not how it's supposed to go at all. So I started getting angry and I started to, I remember this like it was yesterday. My mom was like, are you okay? Like, the, and I was like, no, I'm not okay. Like, have y'all seen that joint where it was like, where Ed Reed like had the little, the Miami, um, the Miami interview, like after he got hurt after halftime, he's like, he's like, yo, stop asking me if I'm all right. No, I'm not all right. Like I'm, he's like I'm hurt. Like no, no, I'm not all right. Like that's that's how I can explain what like what I was telling to my parents. I'm like, no, I'm not okay. This shit is not cool. No, not at all. I'm like, you feel me? I'm always been humble. I always do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I always. I put the Lord first, no matter what. I've been through trials and tribulations. Like my 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 path is harder. Then a lot of people's out here. Like they, if they was on my, if they was on my road, they would fold. That's what, and that's what I was telling my my mom. Like they was on my road, they they, they would have been folded. Like they wouldn't have made it this far. Like they want to keep pursuing their dreams before they was what, what what I was saying. So then my mom was like, Nigel, it's okay. Like it's just not your time yet. Like, and that's one thing I was telling you earlier before before I was like, yo, God's timing is so funny. Like it's mm-hmm. God's yeah. timing is so funny because yeah. it's like. He's working behind the scenes to be like, yo, you're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. I can't bless you with what you want right now because you are not ready yet. Like, That's a word right there. For, one, for me, the reason why I was I don't think I was ready. I don't, you feel me? The reason why I don't think I was ready because I had all that anger still built up over my 24 years of life. Like that anger been following me for the longest time. And I had to let that go. And I feel like that was the day where he was like, I need you to let all that hurt go. Because if you don't let that hurt go, you're going to be too emotionally involved. Like if you do get released, like you're going to be that angry all over again. And now you're not going to be, you're not going to be thinking straight. You're not going, you're not going to see straight. You're not going to see the path that I have set out for you. Because now you're still holding on to that hurt. You're still holding on to that anger. Mm-hmm. And I need you to let that go. So that day, I feel like that day on the draft day was like, bro, that's the day where you can release all your anger. Let it all out. Let it all out on the table. Yeah. And I cried. Bro, I didn't leave my room for probably 24 hours. Didn't do nothing. I was like, bro, I don't even feel like working out. Like, and I ain't never felt like not working out. Like, I, I was in my bed. Like, bro, do I want to keep doing this? Mm. Like, do I want to keep? Do I want to keep chasing? Do I want to keep like you know? Don't stop running to the ball. Do I want to stop running to the ball right now? Do I want to just give up and be like, it's over? And I was like, nah, that's not how I was built. That's not how I was raised. Right. That's not what the Lord has planned for me. Feel me? So that's how I was feeling at the draft day. Just to- at that point in time, um, sitting in your room for twenty four hours, hurting, mad, angry. What What was your why? What like what motivated you to keep going and pressing towards the mark, my, chasing that ball? My my grandmama, my grandmama, because mm. she was, was she like, alive around that time. Nah, my grandmama passed my freshman year of college. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. my grandmama and my papa. Yeah. Like, cause I, it's like it's funny. Because, you know, like you have conversations with the Lord and I, I still be having conversations with my grandmother. Like even though she's not here, yeah. I always have conversations with my grandma. I have conversations with my papa. And that day, what made me like get up was like, 
I said, Grandma, I hope I'm proud. I hope you're proud of me. Mm. I said, Grandma, I just hope you're proud of me. That's all I cared about. I was like, Grandma, I just hope you're proud of me. And she was like, she said, boy, you know I'm proud of you. Like, yeah. I just heard it in her voice. She's like, boy, you know I'm proud of you. You know mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. And I said, I said, I hope you up there with Papa. I hope you up there, Papa. Like, I hope you're proud of me too. And he was, I just heard in his voice too. He said, I'm proud. You said, I know I'm proud of you. He said, You know I'm proud of you, yo. He was like, Now get up. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. He's like, Now get up. So I'm gonna get up. So I'm gonna get up. I said, you know, I, I told him, I said, Grandma, you know, I don't want to get up. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you know, I don't want to get up right now, Grandma. She was like, boy, get up. And I was like, yes, man. So I got up. And then, shoot, that's what, that's what made me get up. You feel me? And I was like, all right, bro. I'm like, come on, let's just go. Let's just go to, let's just go to Planet Fitness, yo. Like, you don't even got to do no DB. So let's go to, <laughs> go to Planet Fitness, yo. Just yeah. start running. Mm-hmm. Just, just run. Like, don't even lift no weights. Like, yo, just run. Bro, I probably ran the fastest mile I ever ran in my life that day, boy. I I, I I I could not get tired. Like, I was just running, like just running all the pain away, running all the anger away. And it's just like, bro, once once I was good, like once after that day, like was over, I was like, all right, bro. I'm like, you had your you had your pity party. Like you feel me? You felt sad for yourself. Now it's time to get back to words. Like, yeah, like yeah. you can't, like you can't, you ain't gonna see. I'm like, I'm not gonna allow myself to keep being sad for myself after just because of like what happened. Like, all right. You know, it happened. Like, it's life. Like, you feel me? Like, life life is undefeated mm. when in, in this boxing game. Life knocks everybody out. Mm. I'll take that back. Life knocks everybody down. Right. Definitely. But they don't, life, you can't let life knock you out. Because mm. I feel like that's when you start running to the ball. If you let life knock, knock you out, that's when you start running to the ball. But life, life knock everybody down. Definitely. Everybody. And it knocked me down bad. I was down for a nine count. No cap. I was down for a non-count. And I ain't sitting here saying, like, you know, I ain't never thought about, like, taking my life or nothing nah, like right, that. Right. But, like, I was down, like, bad. I was like, bro, this, this hurt. Like, that that one hurt. Like, yeah. you feel me? That joint caught me off guard. But I got back up. And then, you know, I just started going back to, you know, working out. Just that and the third. Got back with my trainer. And he was like, yo, how you feeling? Like, my trainer asked me, like, yo, how you feeling? And stuff like that. I'm like, you know, so I'm just here to work, bro. Like, I ain't even here to work. And then the crazy thing is, funny, it's like the day after, like I think it was like two days after that, like that day, they were like, bro, we, the commanders called me and they was like, all right, we want to invite you to a mini camp. You feel me? And I was like, mini camp. I'm like, all right. I said, that's fine. I said, you gave me an opportunity. But then I was talking to the Lord. I said, Lord, thank you. I just thank you for blessing me with the opportunity because I know a lot of guys that don't even get this opportunity. That's right. So I'm like, I'm like, Lord, thank you. So I came in. I was like, all right. I said, bro, this is what you gotta do. Like my pops walked me through. He was like, all right, bro, this is what you gotta do. You gotta come in. You gotta come in early. You gotta, you know. I work everybody be in front of every line. It's kind of like how I was in college. I mean, in high school, like from earning office. Like you got to show that you want it more than everybody else. So you got to jump in front of people in one-on-ones. You got to jump in front of people during the drills. You got to run at every drill. You feel me? You got to show the coaches that you really want it. You feel me? So like for me, I just went back in, in to my to my high school days and having that dog come out. Like, all right, bro. Like this, this is what we're going to do. Like y'all, y'all don't feel like y'all can invest in me enough to sign me as an undrafted guy, all right, that's a bet. You feel me? I'll show you. Now, I still use that anger. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, even though I let my anger go, like, I still use that anger for fuel, like, every time, every time I step on that field. But, like, I went out there, you feel me? I jumped in front of everybody on the drills. I learned the play. Like, it wasn't really a playbook. They gave us, like, three coverages. Learned that joint quick. I was like, bro, now I'm like, all right, now we just out here playing fast, just playing football. So now I'm jumping. I jumped in front of everybody, the dudes who they drafted. I'm showing that my footwork is better than them. Like, everybody knew that my footwork was better than everybody's like there like because people like like playing db like you know if your footwork not right you falling over yourself you feel me you taking a lot of false steps feel me i had no wasted movements no nothing everything was sharp crisp and i'll, I'll never forget because i remember like when coach rivera coach rivera was looking and it was the last day of practice and i'm like all right bro like this is the last day of minicamp like you gotta make it happen today like so that day that day before me and my me and my man's Dejan, because he was a, uh, the running back with me at Delaware. I was like, bro, we gonna go into the coach's office, like be like, yo, like what, what we need to work on for the last day type stuff. So we, I went into the coach's office. I ain't even asking what we wanted for the last day. I said, coach, I want more reps at nickel. Mm. I said, I want more, more reps at nickel because I can show you that I can do more than the dudes who you signed. Like, cause the dudes who they signed, they signed them just for a nickel, or they signed them just to be a corner. I said, coach, I could do both. Like I'm a DB. Like I could do both. I'm better than. Everybody, cause I know what I can, what I'm bringing to the table. And he said, "I'm glad." I'm, he's, I'm glad you came in here, cause I already penciled you in for more nickel reps. 
Like mm-hmm. I'm like that's the Lord working right there. Like yeah. the Lord already knew what the, what type of time my mom was on. Yeah. I'm like to, to prove like to prove myself some more. So they was like he was like I already got you penciled in. So that last day I was doing nickel reps and I was doing corner reps, strap and stuff. I gave up a catch, but I mean like that's gonna happen. Like it's the NFL. Like they they good too. They yeah. NFL for a yeah. reason. Gave up a catch, but I'm like you know ain't nothing to it. So the coach Rivera pulled me. He was like during like in the middle of, middle of practice. He was like hey like come talk to me after. Mm. Like come talk to me after Like yeah. so I want to talk to you Like make sure you find me I was like alright bet So I was like alright So Found him after After a mini camp He was like look I can't promise you nothing He's like but we really like What you like what we see He's like you know If something opens up We most, we most definitely Going to be in contact mm. So you know Some people might have Took that as like God damn Like you still can't sign me Like after I just showed you I'm better than everybody here Facts. Like Facts. after y'all Literally just watched me Do footwork drills Y'all put me at multiple positions doing more than everybody else and y'all still can't sign me on the spot like god damn bro but i'm just like you know what i said i appreciate the opportunity because i let my anger go i wasn't like i'm like bro i'm not gonna like hold that against you i'm not gonna right. be angry at you you feel me you just told me that you can't promise me nothing and i appreciate you for keeping it 100 with me feel me Cause a lot of people can't keep it 100 with people not at all mm-hmm. a lot of people can't keep it 100 yeah. people so i was like bro, i appreciate you I, I appreciate the opportunity you feel me so then i'm like all right Got that out the way. Now I'm like, all right, what's next? I'm like, now we trying to go to the Saints mini camp. And right before I went to the Saints mini camp, I got a call. And they was like, yo, we going to sign you. And I was like, yo, just thank you. I just said, Lord, just thank you. I'm like, because like, you know how hard I worked to get to this point. Definitely. I screamed to the top of my lungs when I was downstairs in my basement. My sisters was like, what's wrong? What is wrong? <laughs> like, my sisters heard me all the way up top. They was like, what is wrong? I was like, I was like let's go. I'm yeah. like, thank you, Lord. I'm just thank you. And they was like, what is wrong? Like, what, why are you screaming? I'm like, I said, we just got signed. I said, I'm signed. They was like, for real? Everybody started jumping. Everybody was laughing. I mean, happy. Feel me? Probably one of the best days out of my life. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, you know, I was just grateful for the opportunity. So, so, I mean, let's go back to high school and college. Like, what were some accolades that, like, you have achieved on the football field for those who don't know? For those that don't know, so my high school, I was second team All-State, second team All-Metro. Uh, I graduated in 16 out of Calvary Hall. Uh, you know, I was a Crab Bull selection. For the, y'all that don't know, like, Crab Bull is, like, the big thing for Maryland. Maryland All-Star uh, game. Maryland All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Um, so for in college – um, I'm a two-time all-conference guy, and I'm an FCS All-American. So mm. one thing for me is that I didn't get all of those stuff until late. You feel me? So, like, the crab, like, the you know, obviously, like, for the Metro stuff, that's usually only for seniors. But right. my, my, uh, for, high, for college, usually, you know, if you're really good, like, they, you start getting, like, those all-conferences, like, sophomore year. I ain't getting nothing. Like, I, I was reassured it. I started all five years, though. So that was the thing that kind of was throwing me off. Cause I used to chase. I used to chase accolades. Mm-hmm. I remember when I when I was younger, I used to chase accolades. Cause I'm like, bro, I want the acknowledgement. Like I want people to see me. You feel me? Like I wasn't seen in high school. Now I'm starting. Like I'm. I'm a, I started as a freshman. Well, redshirt freshman, but still a freshman. Like I started as a freshman. I want people to see me. Like, I want to see people to, like acknowledge how good I am. You feel me? And then I was told like by by my my, my mentor, his name is Nasir Adderley, like he got signed to the uh Chargers. To the Chargers. He got he got drafted. I mean not signed, he got drafted, my bad. He got drafted in the second round. I ain't gonna disrespect my man's like that. He got <laughs> he got drafted. He got drafted in the second round to the Chargers. A couple years and he's like, Bro, don't chase the accolades. The accolades gonna come. He said, just make sure that you're getting better as a football player. Like mm. if you're getting better as a football player, the accolades gonna come. The sh- the work is gonna show for itself. And then out of all the years, like I started my freshman year. On my sophomore year, I got my spot took. Got my spot took sophomore year because I had a bad game. We was talking early about it, like distractions. Right. I, had a lot, I was having a lot of distractions. I thought after my freshman year, like I made it. You feel right. me? I'm like, yo, I started as a freshman, yo. Like, ain't gonna touch me. Like, who gonna, like, who gonna touch me? Who gonna take my spot? Like, I, everybody know I'm like, I got one of the best footwork. Like, you feel me? Like, they ain't gonna take my spot. I, I produced as a freshman. I had like, I led the team in pass breakups. I had a, I had a pick. Feel me? I bought up, bought out against Virginia Tech. I'm like, bro, I'm good. Like, took my, I didn't take my offseason training as serious. Yeah. You feel me? Because I'm like, bro, I thought I'd ride. I, I was starting to get like, you know, what's it called? I was mad that I ain't get nothing like no, no freshman accolades. But I'm like, man, that's cool. It's about to come this year because they know that I started already. You feel me? Got my spot took. I never forget. That was the worst game I ever had in my entire like football career. Mm-hmm. I gave up. How many catches? I think I gave up like eight catches for like two hundred and like. 12 yards Sheesh. and like it was two tuts dang it was bad yo. it <laughs> was bad it was bad for y'all that don't know 
For y'all that don't know, for like about DB, yeah. like DB is a very hard position. Fact, you feel yeah. me? And you gotta have a short term memory. You feel me? But like that game, I didn't have a short term. <laughs> I kept thinking about how I kept getting beat, like because it's like I was like, all right, bro, it's like the first the first touchdown I gave up. It was like it was a non-ball. You feel me? I was impressing everything. Boom! I had a I ain't really jammed that good, but I was running in phase. I looked up and I tripped, fell, caught, caught. He caught the ball joint. I think it was like a sixty-yard touchdown. I was like, damn! I ran to the ball though. I ran, I ran after that joint. You feel me? I ran. I got up and I ran. I was like, damn, bro. I was like, damn. So then the second the second touchdown I gave up. I thought so. I watch. I still watch a lot of films. So they had a, a certain formation that they had, and I'm like, all right, bro, it's gonna be a post. Like I'm thinking it's gonna be a post. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get over this post, and then you feel me? It's not. I'm a. I'm a. What's called? I'm a picket. So they ain't throw the post. They throw a glance. Like they, so, for y'all don't know what a glance is. Like it's a. It's a deeper slant. You feel me? So he threw the glance, and I picked it. Picked that joint. Ran that joint back for like thirty yards. It was Tippy toe, I was about to score, but I got pushed out by the by the by the QB. So I was running down the sideline, I was tippy toe on the sideline, he pushed me out of, and I was like, all right, and that was the end of the first half. So I then I think I gave, I gave up like another catch, but it was like probably for like, you know, just like a first down or something. So I gave up like two catches. So I'm like, all right, bro. I'm like, I'm good now. Like I got my swagger back. I got my I got a pick. I'm like, yeah. all right, we good. We're gonna make we're gonna make it rock. So now I'm like, I might get another pick. I'm like, because I can't like I can't get that 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 touchdown out of my mind. Facts. I'm like I can't like you know like I said you gotta have a short term memory so I can't get a touchdown out of my mind. I should have just forgot about it. I'm like all right, Joe, just next play, just keep playing. Try to get another pick. They line up in the same formation. Thought they was about to run a glance. I mean, thought they was about to run a post. I'm like all right. So I got my eyes on it. Like I got my eyes on the QB. I'm jumping the. Like, I'm jumping it, but he ugh, stuck me outside on a nine route. Mm. I'm like fuck. Turn had the speed turn. Do that joint in the bucket. Touchdown. I'm like, God, damn. So I'm just like, now I gotta get another pick. Now I'm just like, bro, now you have to get another pick. Like it's like there's no other option but to get another interception to make this game not as bad as what it is. So now I'm trying to jump everything. And then the the offensive coordinator knew that. So he's like, Oh yeah, we about to double move him again. Double move me again. Like curl and go. I was like, Ugh. like I'm like, bro, I'm about to get another pick. Curl and go. I'm like, yo, I'm like, you can't be serious. Caught another catch. Then it was like for another like 35 yards. So then my coach pulled me to the sideline. He's like, yo, I need you to lock in. Like, I need you to <laughs> like everybody on t- on TikTok know. Lock in for a tweak out on this shit. Yeah, yeah. Lock in for a tweak out, right? right so I was right. like, my coach was like, yo, you need to lock in. Then my it's a hot day. You feel me? I'm like, it's hot. You know, when you hot and you tired, bro, yeah. you, you can't get tired at DB. Like, cause you got Damn. new receivers, you got new receivers coming in. So I'm like, bro, he was like, bro, I'm gonna give you a rest. He's like, but I need you to lock in. So I'm like, all right. So then I think I gave up like another catch. Like it was like a dig, made a tackle, but I'm like, you feel me? I ain't, it was after that, like the game over. Cause luckily enough, like we, we blew them out. You feel me? Like we blew them out like 40, 42 to like 28 or something yeah. like that. Cause I gave up two of the touchdowns anyway. So I was like, <laughs> we were like 42 to like 28. So I was like, yo, I'm like, that was the worst game I've ever had in life. I'm like, what the hell just happened? So I'm just like, bro. You gotta take your off season training more serious. Cause then my dad even knew it. Like my dad, like, cause I told you we didn't even get cool till junior year. So this is my sophomore year. Yeah. So he was like, bro, he said, You was tired, wasn't you? <laughs> like, that's all he said. He like, you was tired, wasn't you? I couldn't even I couldn't even answer him because he knew he knew what it was. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. He was like, and why was you tired? I was like, Cause I wasn't training enough. I don't know. Like, cause I wasn't, I'm like, I'm not trying to like hear that right now. He was like, cause your off season, you was bullshit. Mm. He like, you wasn't training. You wasn't training like you were supposed to. You thought you arrived. Like you thought you was good. Mm. Like that's why, that's why that game happened. He like, because you wasn't training like you was supposed to in the off season. And since that day, bro, I've taken my off season training so serious. Like, bro, I be coming in. I was coming in shape. I was trying to outrun everybody. Like, bro. Then I think that's that work ethic transferred over to the NFL. Mm. You know what I mean? So. That joint, that joint is crazy. That's tough. Yeah. So, like, for for the young cats out there, how how important is that training? That them them summer sessions and all yeah. that to gear yourself up for the so, season. So one thing. So I was just at a at a youth camp actually, um, and I was telling the kids about this. I was saying like, you know, just trust the process. So I feel like a lot of people say that, but they don't actually really know what that means. Facts. So when I say when my my thing is when I say trust the process is, you can't just do what is being asked of you 
you have to do more. You have to go above and beyond. So, like, for the younger kids, like, um, who's, like, in high school and stuff, like, y'all got y'all summer workouts and stuff. Y'all got y'all summer, like, you know, conditioning runs and stuff like that. If you're only doing that, that's not enough. Mm. You feel me? It's not enough. Especially if you want to get to the next level. You want to get, like, to the, you know, the Power 5 schools. You want to go to Division 1. You want to go to the NFL. You have to do more. So when I'm saying trust the process is you have to trust that when you're doing more, you have to trust that that is going to, you know, propel you to the next to the next level. Mm -hmm. So but what I used to do was after my conditionings, I used to go and do one on ones. Like I used to do one on ones and just like go by myself. Like I just be like, all right, bro, you the only DB out here. Like it's a long drive. You got 10. You got 10. You got 10 plays. It's like you gotta do it. Like you can't get, you're not getting subbed out. Facts. Like DBs don't get subbed out. Like nice. that's just not, that just don't happen. Mm-hmm. So like you gotta, you gotta do more. So I used to do one on ones. I used to do extra conditioning. Used to get extra lifts. I used to do extra footwork sessions. I used to go in the cold when it's by myself. When I ain't had no like indoor facility, I used to go outside when in the cold and do footwork by my like by myself. Or I used to have my dad come out there and do footwork with me. Like it's always you always have to do more. You feel me? And you always have to feel like somebody else is outworking you. Mm. You feel me? And if you always feel like somebody else is outworking you, that's going to make you go even like go even harder. You feel me? So that's one thing like with me, like when I was when I was in the NFL with the commanders and stuff, what I used to do was I'm like, all right, bro, like you have to do more. So like what was our basic stuff for that day? We would have practice and we would have lift. So I was like, all right, so what, what you going to do more today? So what I used to do was I used to go out to, to practice 30 minutes early. I used to go out practice 30 minutes early because, one, I wasn't getting a lot of reps in practice. Yeah. Uh, for one, just because, like, that's just how it goes. Like, when you're an undrafted guy, they're going to get more. They're going to get a limited. drafted guy. Yeah, they're going to give limited reps. Right. So I used to go out practice 30 minutes early, do my full work by myself. Like, warm up by myself. Wasn't nobody out there but, like, you know, the equipment people. Then I would stay at the practice for another 10, 15 minutes, work out with, a, um, with one of the DBs who was, like, you know, he getting extra work. You feel me? So he'll be like, oh, I right, like, you know, just come come mess with me. Like, I, I'll mess with you. Like, you feel me? Like, teach you some stuff that I know about the NFL. Stuff like that. So I would do that every day, every practice. Like, I would go out 30 minutes early and I would stay 15 minutes after. Mm. Like, just, that's just because, like, that's been instilled with me. Like, bro, you have to keep working no matter what. And the thing about it, even with all that stuff, still got released. You feel mm. me? So it's like, you got to trust. You got to trust the process. Like, even though... I'm doing all this extra, and I still got released. I still trust what I'm doing is going to propel me to the next Facts. level. Like I, I'm not going to waver that because I know that's what got me there in the first place. So why right. would I stop? Why would I stop doing that now? Just because God's timing isn't right right now. Mm. Just because the Lord's like, yo, I can't bless you with this right now because you're not ready for it. So I'm like, all right, I'm not ready for it, but I'm gonna still keep doing what I'm supposed to do. Like I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep putting you first, and I'm gonna keep working. Like that's that's what I was going. That's what I'm. But that's what I was called to do. So that's what I'm going to keep doing. Facts. Dang, Mama mentality right yeah, there. Right. For real. Nah, for real. Well, let's talk a little bit about the commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you said you can tell the people what Mom Duke says. Yeah. So my mom, she is the assistant um, of the president for the commanders. So for y'all that don't know, um, the commanders has the first black president in the NFL. Uh, tough. First black male president in the NFL. That's tough. Um, so my mom actually works uh with him like you know side by side like she helps like you know uh, organize his days you know keep him keep him on schedule and stuff like that so what happened with her is that for one she met him at her old job i want to say it was either kpmg or ernest young i can't remember which one it was Mm -hmm. but um he she told him that she's like yo my son plays uh football plays football at the university of delaware he was like yo I said, that's good. He's like, well, I play at Northwestern. Um, so he was like, you play at Northwestern, and I'm planning on going to the NFL, and I want to be the first black president in the NFL. Mm. So my mom was like, that's good for you. Like, you feel me? That's good for you and stuff like that. So, <laughs> like, because my mom didn't know about the NFL. Like, she, yeah. didn't, she didn't really care about it. Like, she yeah. just knew that I played football. So she was like, well, she would talk, tell my dad, she's like, well, is he good enough to make it in the NFL? Like, he's not that, he's not the tallest guy. For y'all, I'm a 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, like, I ain't that big. You feel me? 185. Like, I'm, right. normal, I'm a normal dude off the street, for real. She's like, <laughs> is he good enough to make it in the NFL? My dad was like, yeah, he's good enough. Like, I know how hard my son works. I know what kind of son, like, work he puts in. He's good enough to make it in the NFL. And I see what kind of DBs are in the NFL. Like, he's good enough to make it on someone's team. So she was like, okay. So then she talked to, his name is Jason Wright. She started talking to Jason Wright. Like, all right, well, you know. When you do hopefully go to the NFL, like, you know, I want to, you know, be with you. Like, he's like he was like, yeah, I want to bring, he was like, I was planning on bringing you along with me um, because, you know, 
you've always helped me out through, you know, our time being here. She's like, you've always been good to me. Like, you always helped me out. She's like, I will always, like, I will want to bring you along with me. So then my mom was like, well, that's my calling. She's like, I never thought I was going to be in NFL. Like, my mom didn't care about nothing in the NFL, no yeah. sports, no nothing. Yeah, my right. mom was only care about making that bread and keeping her family safe. Like, that's all she cared about was making sure that we were straight. And then she got blessed with the opportunity to go to the NFL. And she's like, oh, well, I can use this platform to help my son. Mm. Um, and the crazy thing is, like, at my pro day, I wasn't even going to have a commander scout there at my pro day. That's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't even going to have one. And it's my mom even real. asked, my mom even asked, she asked the general manager, she was like, hey, like, you know, my pro day is going, like, my son's pro day is coming up. Are y'all going to have, like, somebody there? They was like, nah, we didn't. We did, He wasn't even on our draft board. He was like, she's like, well, can you just send a scout? Like, I, don't even, I ain't even saying, like, you feel me? Like, put him on top. Just just see him. Yeah. Like, if you could just give him an opportunity to be seen. Shout mm-hmm. out to that's Mom all, Dukes, that's, that's, that's Shout out to my yo. Mom's dude. That's, big, that's bro. huge. Like, she's like just, just so he could be seen. Like, yeah. that's, all, that's all I want. Like, I ain't asking you nothing after that. For just, sure. just be seen. Yeah. And then it carried on after that. They saw me, invited me back to the private workout. You feel me? Invited me to minicamp. I got seen again by everybody. And they was like, oh. We really like this kid. Like this kid mm. is good. Like mm. you feel me? Like we didn't see him, but we didn't know where he came from. Like he mm. came from a small school in Delaware. Like yeah. He went to the University of Delaware. He didn't go to no power five school. Right. He a five nine. He a five nine, five ten, one eighty five kind of guy. Like he a dime a dozen. I, like you feel me? Like we wasn't going to see him. And that all started from my mama being like, "Yo, just see my son." Like I ain't asking you to do nothing else but to give my son an opportunity to be seen. And that's that's the Lord. Like that was from the Lord's calling by saying, "Like you know what? We're gonna." I'm going to go to the NFL with him because that's my calling. Like, my son, that's been his dream, and I'm going to make sure my son's dream become reality. So Shout out Dukes, man. No, I'm for Dukes, sure. always. Yes, How sir. big was it, like, growing up having your mom being one of your biggest supporters, if not the biggest yeah, supporter? She most probably is the biggest. It's, it's, a, it's close between her and my sisters. I ain't yeah. going to lie. But my mama, like, me and my mom have gotten so much closer. Like, because we was already close. Like, you feel me? I was a mama's boy. My mama, like, like I said, like, when I was young, I used to get in a lot of trouble. Like, a lot of trouble. Like, I was hyper. I used to get in trouble in school. Like, I never liked school. I hated school. Like, mm-hmm. always got in trouble. My mom will always be like, yo, like, you feel me? I'm always going to be here for you, no mm-hmm. matter what. And my mom has showed me what unconditional love is. Like, when I decided to start my own family, I'm going to think about my mom. Like, how she loved me. Went through working three jobs at one point to just put, you feel me, to make sure that we was good. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I ain't never going to, like, forget that. You feel me? My, my mom mean the world to me. Like, and then she was like, she said, when I was hurting on draft day, she said she was hurting for me because she knew how bad I wanted it. And she still, like, tried to make something work, like, on her back. She was like, she was like look, she went to the commander. She was like, look, I know. She like, I don't know why y'all didn't sign them. Yeah. But she didn't come in there like, like you know, like an angry black woman. She came in there. <laughs> right. She was like, bro. She said, look, calm and collected. You feel me? And I'm coming in here strategical. I'm coming in here surgical. Yeah. You feel <laughs> me? Like, my mom was like, look, what what we got to do to get him to the mini camp? Yeah. Like, y'all ain't want to sign him? Yeah. Fine. He going to show you right. why he needs to get signed. Yeah. So what, how we going to get him in the mini camp? Yeah. So she would talk to her people, like her connections in there. She was like, look. Can he at least get a mini camp invite? Like, can I know y'all didn't sign him, but he can he can earn it. You feel me? Like he's earned everything he's had anyway. So I, he just needs an opportunity. Like he needs an opportunity to have his fair shake. And one thing about me, I still like feel to this day, just because, I, like I say, like with me being recently like released, I still don't feel like I've gotten my fair like shake yet on like my fair opportunity being like, yo, let's see what this kid can do. Like, mm. all right, bro, we letting we letting all the chains off, we letting all the all the stuff out like go ahead go ahead and show us what you could do shorty like you got you got a game to show us like mm-hmm. that's all i need is a game like that's what i was thinking i was gonna have like you know preseason you feel me i was right. gonna have three games to show these dudes what i could do yeah no matter what and i was like bro i just need a game to show y'all how i can strap stuff you feel me like that's all i do like i strap like i don't, man, I, don't not, I don't do nothing like straight man on man like yeah. you, feel me? you put me on like yo guard him i'm, I'm gonna guard him like that's just how it is like that's that's the mentality that i got like because i know how much work i put in you feel me? So, but back to my mom, it's like all she's trying to do is just show her son that how much she loves and cares for him. And I can never give her enough love and appreciative to like to tell her that. Like right. I tell her, I tell her that as much as I can. Like, mom, I appreciate you and I love you. Definitely. Like, I, that doesn't feel like it's enough. You feel me? So 
I can't, like I said, I just can't. Me and my mom just too close, man. For too sure. Man, that's crazy, man. We better get out of here in a second, but I got to ask you a couple questions. Yeah. You know what I mean, top five corners right now. Top five corners right now? Ramsey probably won. Mm-hmm. Ramsey probably won. I like Jair Alexander, too. Okay. Jair Alexander, too. It's in order. Uh, yeah, it's probably it's in order. <laughs> talk, I'm, talk that this, talk. This, this <laughs> Most people don't do it in order. Yeah, a lot of people don't like, put it in order. No, it's this in order. Like, I love So, let's go Ramsey, one. It's go Jair Alexander, two. Mm-hmm. So, it probably, it's probably a tie. For three, it's probably a tie for three. Even though he got hurt, my man's Trey White. Trey White from the Bills is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, he mm-hmm. tough. Definitely. You feel me? And Marlon Humphrey. Like, that, those yeah. probably my. I like Marlon. Yeah, like Marlon Humphrey probably, like, you feel me, tie for third, like, fourth type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then fifth, I want to, see, I want to throw a nickel guy in there. You feel me? Like, my man Kenny Moore. Like, Kenny Moore, that's my guy. Like, from the you Colts. Feel me? Yeah, from the Colts. Like, because mm-hmm. he a nickel. He a small school guy, too. Um, and he went undrafted. You feel me? I don't know if his undrafted story like my undrafted yeah. story, but I'm just gonna throw that in there just for personal reasons. Cause like I really want to meet him. Like you feel me? Like if we ever do play the Colts, or when I ever do like see him, I'm like yo, like you, you like my motivation type stuff. Like, you feel me? Cause you, you came like you had to grind to get to the NFL now, and now you are all pro nickel. Mm. You feel me? Like you are all pro guy now. You feel me? You got your you got your second contract. Like you good now? What? You ain't never good, but you you living. Like how you supposed to live, facts, like facts. you know, to, to earn that. So Kenny Moore probably my fifth, just because I I watch a lot of tape on him, like and I see what he be doing, like in his own, how he doing it, man, and like he just real versatile. You feel me? Like as a as a nickel guy, and nickel, I personally think is harder to play than the outside anyway, because like you feel me as a nickel, like you guarding the shiftiest guy. Like, Literally in the you, slot. You're guarding the slot. Like you're guarding the shiftiest guy. You're probably guarding their best route runner yeah. on the team. Mm. So physically, I think nickel is the harder than corner because at nickel you got to tackle, you you got to go up against grown men at at linemen because you in the box mm-hmm. like if they run your way, you setting the edge like you you there yeah you feel me and then when it's third down you go from setting the edge and being physical to guarding they shiftiest guy on a on a quick route that they get in the first down and you got to mm-hmm. strap them. You feel me? So I say Kenny Moore probably five. For the uh, young kings out there, I know it's cliche to say never give up, but like how important by you telling your story, like how important is it to never give up for real, bro? How important it is? This this how I think about it, right? Because you know a lot of people say you know never give up, never give up, but like for me, I've questioned my dream multiple times. I've questioned my time, being like, yo, am I good enough? Like, I've questioned that multiple times. Like, bro, am I good enough to make it? Cause your question? Yeah. Do you have a plan B? I do, but I'm so focused on plan A. Yes, sir. I yeah. ain't even really. For sure. Like, it's, it's really a background. I got a plan because yeah. I, I graduated with an econ degree Tough. at uh, at University of Delaware. Congrats so, on that, bro. Yeah. That's big. So, I graduated econ degree at the University of Delaware. Um, So, I got a plan B, but it's like. It's so far in my back of my mind. It's like I'm so focused on plan A is that I really I don't even want to say I got a plan B right now because mm. I know plan A about to work. Facts. Right. Like Facts. I know plan A about to work because you know, me and the Lord talk about it. Like he's just saying like, bro, you just not ready yet. Mm. So my plan A going to work It's just taking a little a little more time. Right. You know, God's timing is just funny. Definitely. But when I say, you know, about being not giving up, it's okay to question yourself. You know, it's okay to question yourself. Be like, yo, like, you know, it's you're human. You know, everything not going to always work out our way. But, like, when you are questioning yourself, for me personally, I just fall back to my faith. Mm. I fall back to my faith. I would be like, Lord, I know I'm questioning myself because I don't believe in myself, but I know you believe in me. So that's all the, that's the, all the motivation I need. That's tough. I'm like, yo, I know I'm questioning myself. Like, once when I didn't get drafted, I'm like, bro, I'm, I was questioning, like, bro, am I even good enough? Mm. The Lord was like, bro, you're going to be fine. Like, I believe mm. in you. You're going to be fine. So whenever y'all are questioning yourself, I know hopefully like the guys that are watching this podcast are, you know, believers in Christ, mm. like to fall back on your religion, like fall back on your faith. Cause mm. the Lord, the Lord will always renew your strength. Like how my, my favorite scripture, Isaiah 43, one, like for those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. So if you ever feeling down, like if you ever mean like, yo, I don't know if I'm good enough. Don't fall back on the Lord. Cause he going to renew your strength. That's tough. Tough, man. That's tough, tough, man. Yes, sir. We ask sure. everybody this when they come on here, but what's the legacy? You know what I mean, you just praying you leave behind. The legacy that I want to leave behind, yo, is that no matter what 
happens in this life, you know, just to become a better person. Mm. Just be a, just being a, becoming a better person. Like, yeah, I'm talking about like football, like you know, because football is my life. But like, if I could just talk to somebody, you know, and I just have a conversation with them and just be like, yo, they take something from what I say and be like, bro, I'm gonna implement that in my life. That's being a better person. Definitely, you feel me? Like that's that's all I want to do. Yeah. Like if I can become a better person, you know, when I start my family, you know, give it on to my my sons, my daughters, whichever may come, I'm gonna be like, yo, I just hope y'all can have it better than me. Mm. I hope y'all don't have to struggle what I had to go through. Cause honestly, people could could say that my story is a struggle, like it's a grind. I don't consider it a grind. I don't consider it a struggle. I just consider it life. Like this is just how my life has has been given to me. You feel right. me? Like I don't, when people say like, "Yo, like this is a grind." It's like, "Yo, yo, 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 like, life is hard." Like, nah, bro, it's just life. It's just the chip that I was dealt. You feel me? It's just the hand I was dealt, and it's not a struggle. It's like, yo, it's just it's what you make it. You can make it a struggle, mm-hmm. or you can make it something where it's like, bro, nah, I'm a lift myself up I'm gonna see the positive in this so I'm just trying to make sure that I can just be a better person every day Definitely. like that's just mm-hmm. I just wanna be a better person and then hopefully when I do have my family have have their life easier than how, how mine was tough man tough man we definitely appreciate you coming yeah, on most definitely I appreciate you know y'all man, man. Definitely appreciate, appreciate y'all boys. Definitely, definitely, definitely gotta get with Mom Dukes, dog. Yeah. yeah, she deserve her flowers for no, sure. Most definitely, yeah. I, for real, she would be glad to come on this podcast. Yeah. We could, nah, yeah. I could, I could, I could, I ask her. I'm like, Mom, you want to come on this podcast? We talk about our, our our faith and how we've been, you for know, sure. our trials and tribulations. Yeah, I definitely would love to talk to her. I feel like that'd be dope. for everybody she out there. Make sure y'all show y'all appreciation, and y'all love to y'all, y'all parents as, yes. as much as y'all can for real. Because mm-hmm. you're not gonna be here forever. Yeah, that's for sure. Most definitely, y'all just let y'all just let me know when y'all trying to make it happen. That's a bet. That's a bet, bro. Yes, sir. Appreciate you coming yes, on, man. It's definitely been another episode of Saved and Such, yes, sir. season four, man. You can find us on all platforms at S A V E D N S U C H. Now, I mean, it's Reek signing out. Yes, sir. It's your boy Poppy Stew. Give out your socials, my boy. Oh, my my socials is I am Naj I am underscore underscore Naj N I J on Twitter and it's on Instagram. Make sure y'all follow up, man. Man, watch his journey. He's up next. That's for sure, yes, bro. Sir, we appreciate sir. you coming through, bro. Appreciate y'all for having yes, me, sir, man. Yes, I thank y'all so much. Love.